1: Welcome everyone. I hope that you're having an amazing day. Excited to be connecting in with you where we talk with amazing best-selling authors and experts that are leaning in to share their experience with us, share their wisdom, share their insight with us so that we can incorporate that into our journey and learn how to bring our messages forward more powerfully and effectively. And I think there's great insight and opportunity when somebody's willing to pull back the curtain a little bit and really share what the experience is like as an expert, as an author, so we can learn from that. We can have a bit of an understanding of what that journey is like. So welcome to the author's journey. Honored to have you as listeners leaning into the conversation and very excited to introduce our powerful guest with you, but I want you to get the most out of our time together today. So before I do that, I'm going to encourage you to slow down, take a breath, a little bit more, and then breathe out like you're breathing out through a straw. Just take a moment to center, to slow down a little bit. We move so fast in life. And it's hard to hear and receive when we're always in motion and doing. So this is a time for you to be still, to receive, to be poured into. And I actually encourage taking some notes during the conversation so that you can um, further internalize what's being shared and hopefully take some of this information, insight, And wisdom forward with you. So this time is for you. Choose to be fully present, centered, ready to receive because our amazing guest has so much to share and to pour into you. And I want to make sure you receive everything that is here for you. So let's take one more breath together. Wonderful. Great. And then I will introduce our amazing guest. So Matt Granados has for the past decade, he has tested, developed and helped others implement an effective and duplicatable system that can help motivate even the most unmotivated people in your life, that there's actually a way to do that, which I think is a wonderful, and he's fine-tuned that. He has the way that we can motivate ourselves and others in our life, which is so powerful. These techniques have been taught and implemented in organizations around the world, and just to name a few, Google, Twitter, and the U.S. Air Force. Matt is a number one international best-selling author, a featured columnist, and sought-after expert in his field. Please lean in and warmly welcome the powerful and motivated Matt Granados to the show. Welcome!
0: Thank you. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate you having me, Rebecca, as always, and excited to talk about this. This is a a side of the author's life that few people get to talk about and everyone's kind of scared of. So, excited to dive in.
1: Wonderful. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And I appreciate your willingness to, you know, pull back the curtain and share. And I thought to set the stage a little bit, I'd love for you to talk about a little bit about motivation. So, why is that work important to you? Why have you committed so much of your life's work to helping people understand motivation and being motivated?
0: Uh, simply put, because of how it's impacted my life, right? And I think that's how a lot of authors take this, start this journey. Um, but motivation in general, the biggest thing, the biggest discovery that made me go, I need to share this message, is recognize that motivation is not a character trait. It's a state of mind. Mm-hmm. So individuals are not unmotivated as a being, right? It's just where their head is at that moment. And if that's a state of mind, I've been in sales before. I'm always in sales. I always joke, if your mouth's moving, you're selling something. So if motivation is just a state of mind. I can change people's states of mind. And because of that, I can now motivate the unmotivated.
1: Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And I love that important uh, distinction that it's, it's a, a state of mind. It's not a, um, a character trait. So it can change, it can shift, and we can make choices in that. And do you have a success story or something that um, – when you're needing motivation, you, you think of that helps you make that shift.
0: So what we found is there's four motivational catalysts, right? Mm-hmm. And catalyst is a chemical reaction that sparks another reaction. And that's what we found works. So what these four catalysts are, are surrounded around freedom, acknowledgement, connectivity, and support. I'm an acknowledgement kind of guy. Uh, I would like to be told good job. And I don't mean that in kind of a, a vain perspective. Like, like I deserve to get acknowledged. It's just, to say, hey, if you want to motivate me, tell me good job and I'll run through the wall. That's all I need. But other people need different things. So I know what I need to get motivated. What I found works for me is getting up, changing my physical state, and then going back into it, almost giving myself a break, but doing something active to do it. So right now, this phone call, is something that I'm using to re-spark motivation to get back into writing my new book that's coming out later on in 2021. So it's kind of a cool thing to do this podcast and answer this question. Um, As far as a success story, though, uh, my Mm -hmm. favorite one right now, uh, the most recent one was we have an individual who worked for a company, and the companies bring us in usually, or we work directly with clients one-on-one. And this individual was trying to increase their sales in the company, and they kept asking for more money kept asking for more time off, all this stuff. And eventually, we find out what his motivational catalyst was. And when we realized that, we tied it to what he likes to do. He likes to run long-distance races, marathons, Ironman, things like that. So we tied his goal in work and his personal goals all to a reward that meant something to him, which Mm -hmm. we call PVTT, personal value tied to tasks. So we, every quarter, if he hits his goals, his company buys him a new pair of running shoes. And every time Uh, it goes running, he takes a picture with the shoes and sends it to me and his manager saying, thank you. And it reminds us the fact that we need to motivate people the way they need to be motivated. And that's what our entire system and the entire book is about on how do you figure that out so you can give people more of what they want, help them get more of what needs to be done. Mm.
1: So powerful. I, I love that. Thank you for sharing and that importance of finding what motivates others, what motivates ourselves and recognizing that can be different and then tying it into those things that are um, personal to that person, to ourselves, that motivates and uplifts us. And I'm honored that we get to be part of motivating you in uh, writing your next book and and bringing that forward. That's that's uh, really special. So I, I appreciate that um, opportunity. And would you share the title of your book that became a number one international bestselling book? that you released earlier this year.
0: Yep. So it's called Motivate the Unmotivated and it's a proven Mm -hmm. system for sustainable motivation.
1: Wonderful. And do you mind sharing a little bit, just a a quick snapshot because we're pulling back the curtain. What was it like to release your your first book? How did that feel? Were, were you excited? Were you nervous before it was released? And then as it was accepted and became a bestseller, number one, international, went through all those levels to number one, international, bestseller, multiple countries and categories, multiple number ones. What was a little bit of that um, experience like for you?
0: So I think the release of it is similar to achieving any goal. Um, mm-hmm. Not to downplay how awesome that feeling is, but sure. to recognize that without understanding the journey, that actually doesn't mean anything, right? Like, mm-hmm. like getting that sticker was great, and that's what we wanted, and we wanted to get it to as many people as possible, and we continue to do that. But in reality, for what it meant to me as the author, is nothing, if I don't remember what the journey was like from getting to that, I want to write a book to, I have a book in my hand, yes. right? And And that's... That's the biggest thing. So the feeling was amazing, but it was almost like when you're celebrating your birthday, right? Like it's a lot of fun, but you know it's only moment. You know, it's, it's for a moment, and you'll remember you're going to be at that age forever until next year. Then you're one year earlier or later. <laughs> but what mm-hmm. I recognize with this, it's still just a great feeling. It's a feeling that that gives uh, more credibility to myself for myself because a lot of the stuff when you write it as an author and as a writer, and I wouldn't even consider myself a writer, technically I'm an author, right? Mm-hmm. But a writer is a whole art firm. I like to share messages, but the mm-hmm. art form of writing is a little bit different, but recognizing the fact that sometimes we sit there and go, does anyone care about this? Like, like I think it's really important. Does anyone else think they, like care about this? And once they read it, are they going to want to read it again or share it with somebody else? So getting that that ranking of number one international bestseller just brought kind of put a nail on the coffin and any doubts I had on what it is we're teaching or how we're teaching it to recognize this stuff works, it is valuable and other people find value in it as well.
1: Beautiful. Thank you for sharing. I I appreciate that. We are getting ready to go to our first commercial break. And as we do that, listeners, I want to give you an opportunity to kind of take in what, what Matt has shared with us. And you may be in different places on your journey of looking at bringing your message forward and your book forward. And I think it's great to think about some of what he's sharing and what some of that journey was like. And remembering what motivates him what brings him forward why he's launching it and what having it received so powerfully meant to him so take a couple moments and just take that in and we will continue our conversation in just two minutes Welcome back, everyone. We are talking with Matt Granados about his amazing book, "Motivating the Unmotivated," that became a number one international best-selling book. And he has graciously been and candidly been sharing what the the journey is like and um, what it meant to him personally as an author, bringing his book forward, having it be so powerfully received. And I wanted to, to backtrack just a little bit because we didn't necessarily talk about why you decided to write a book in the first place. Cause I know that's an undertaking. <laughs> so I'd love yeah. for you to share, you know, uh-huh. I know you're, you're so committed to the work that you do. You're very successful at it. You've helped amazing organizations, powerful individuals love the success stories that you shared, but why, why write a book? Why did you feel led to do that?
0: So uh, I would say for me, I don't have, I think, the generic art authors uh, and writers journey, and that's why I said Mm -hmm. that last time. Mm -hmm. Um, I think of myself as more of an author than a writer. But I I had these ideas, and I would talk with clients, and the same questions would come up. And one question that would always come up is, why don't you have this all in a book? I'd love just to be able to read it all instead of have to ask question after question after question. So just to serve my clients. I mean, I always tell people the market will tell you what it wants if you listen, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's why I, I decided. You know what? I'm going to put a book out there. Um, but I've always wanted to write a book. It's always been kind of this goal of mine that was so far fetched because I'm 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 a terrible um, speller, terrible grammar. I mean, it's it's unfair to the first editor. I used to have to go through two or three editors before I can even have you know a real product that is English. And um, and then what yes. happens is is I realized as I started putting it together that this actually is more applicable than just to my clients. Mm-hmm. I was almost writing like a pamphlet for them. And then as I started doing it and the snowball started getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and it started to get broader and broader and broader. I showed it to somebody and I said, I think this is like a standalone book. And they said, "Yeah." I said, what's the title? I said, I don't know. I got to think about it. And that was where the title came from. So there's a couple ways of how I did it that I think, is going to be really helpful for anyone who's like, I just want to write a book, but I don't know where to start. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what, what we do at LifePulse, right, as, as we consult is we, intentional growth. That's the theme of what we do, intentional growth. So how, if you want to write a book, I can show you how to write a book. If you want to run an Ironman, I can show you how to run an Ironman. But it all starts with small, simple, easy steps, and we just do it consistently. So yeah. that was what triggered it, and that's how we got it going.
1: I I love it. I love it. So was there something that kept you motivated as you were taking those small steps consistently? Was there something that um, you were willing to get up and keep adding to that snowball, as you said, as it was creating? Was there something that just... Um, how do you keep going? Because your, your book is substantial. There's a lot of great content there. It's not something that could be put together overnight. Like there's, a, there's a lot of value in it. Um, what kept you moving and motivated and taking each of those steps?
0: I think it's the structure on how we, attra- we attack every goal in the program mm-hmm. that we teach. Mm-hmm. Made it so it wasn't as overbearing as some people might think, right? Like How do you write a 300-page book with two kids running multiple businesses, multiple nonprofits, active in your community. Like, how do you sit down and write a book? And it was simple. I just did these things that we call time chunks. So Mm -hmm. I would just set up 90-minute chunks, either 30, 60, 90 minutes. This is something we teach in all of our content. 30, 60, 90-minute chunks, and I would write. Sometimes I'd get a chapter. Sometimes I'd get half a page and throw it out. And Sometimes I would just recognize the fact that I'm not a good writer. I'm trying to get this book done. But sometimes Mm -hmm. I just start flowing. And what happens is if you do enough 90-minute time chunks, you start putting a good amount of time in. So I would usually do, my goal would be three to five 90-minute time chunks a week.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: So that means three to five days. I would just take an hour and a half, lock everything off as if I had a doctor's appointment or something like that, and I just write. See what happens. And I wasn't Mm -hmm. trying to write a story. I was trying to get ideas out on the paper. It became a book. It didn't start mm. as a as a as an organized book. And as I started writing it, I go, Oh, wait a minute, that's a good idea, but that should go here. And then I started looking at it like a puzzle. So what kept me motivated was the structure and how I approached it. And I mm-hmm. never was overwhelmed by doing it, if that makes sense. If I was to sit down mm-hmm. and say, I gotta write a book, I promise you the book would be garbage because I would force myself through it, because I'm a, I'm a dumb animal of strong will, and I would push <laughs> myself through it and I would I would submit something to the publisher. That was not worth publishing. So that was what, like I said, that's kind of how, it's not that I necessarily kept myself motivated. It's that I didn't allow myself to get overwhelmed by this project.
1: No, that's really, really powerful. I appreciate you sharing that. And it's very practical. Um, so listeners, anyone who has this dream of, um, or someday I, I want to bring a book forward, really breaking it down into pieces. And I like how you, you just committed to writing. And some days you would throw out parts, other part times you would look at it like a puzzle, but that you really honored um, putting that time in and allowed um, it to flow out and come, to, come out as it did and then seeing how you could put that together so really beautiful thank you for sharing and speaking of beautiful your cover is beautiful so would you (laughs) mind sharing yeah a little bit I always get great comments on it people when they see it they're like wow that's such a great cover I love his cover it really um strikes people in in a really positive powerful way I'd love for you to describe um how you created it, what it looks like, and what it means to you.
0: Yeah, so whenever it comes to aesthetics, I always have to give credit to my wife, right? Mm -hmm. Um, The ugliest thing she's ever accepted, I joke about, is me. But everything (laughs) else, she has a good eye for what looks good. Um, Mm -hmm. And with that, um, she's always for clean covers. And I'm the opposite. I'm like, let me get it so busy so it catches everybody's attention. And I, I realized that there was a way to do both, catch their attention by being clean, if that makes sense, right? The mm. I likes organization, not chaos. So anyway, so that was kind of how the concept started. And that's why if you look at our cover, you'll see a little bit of what I like and a little bit of what she likes, right? The motivated <laughs> is a little bit energized. And the brain, one side, basically the picture, if I'm trying to describe it to you, one side has no color to it. The other side is kind of alive, is how I would describe it. And what it is, we're taking the unmotivated brain and we're making it motivated because it's all what happens between the ears. So we're trying to tell that story of here's a proven system to make it sustainable. This is not something that tricks the body. This is something that reprograms the brain. And because of that, it works so well and it creates a sustainable model in everything you do. Once we do this with companies and with clients, they understand how to do it and they can do it themselves. And the book title, the cover was a big deal. But here's the other thing. Sure. Everyone's like, well, when do you do the cover? Do you do it before? Do you do it after? Do you do it? And I always tell people, you do the cover when it comes to you. Mm -hmm. As you're right, you might be in chapter two. You might be in bullet point seven. You're like, ooh, this is what the cover should look like. And I always tell people, start looking, Googling images that you like, finding what looks, and then start putting the puzzle together. You have to find a way to get out of your head onto a piece of paper that makes sense. Then you could show it to somebody who has some form of artistic skill, that can then create the cover. So it's a process, but don't think you need to do it in order.
1: Thank you for sharing. One of the frustrations I hear from from many authors is they don't know how to express what they feel or see in their head to the one designing the cover. And so there's a lot of this... back and forth. So I love how you are breaking this down and giving people direction on how to start to create it and put it together so you can communicate it and the artistic people can do their part.
0: So here's like, like here's the next, the next book we're putting out. And mm-hmm. depend, depending on when this is actually released, this book could already be out, but going through the cover and design and figure out what it is, the book's called The Intentional Week, which again, mm-hmm. I'm amazed doesn't exist, but it doesn't. And that's what we do. So the intentional week, and I'm sitting there going, all right, so what is it we want on this cover? How do we want it to look, and how do we want it? So what I started doing is I started Googling words and pictures about intention. And what I want it to be is kind of like this image of chaos on one side, right, where it's like either dots all over the place that come into a funnel and then come out organized on the other, or a mess of yarn that gets pulled into a spindle. And comes out organized on the other because when yarn is in a knot you can't do anything When it's actually mm-hmm. organized you can use it to build some good stuff so yeah. like these are ideas i have and i just want to share just to test this so when we release this i'd like to look at our cover and see <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah that's where we went from now we, it might be a totally different cover at the time so please if you're listening and you see a different book that's because the process changes and adaptation is necessary if you ever want to get across the finish line
1: yes Oh, so good. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate that. Um, and, and being open to share where you are in the process. Like this is how it's looking. This is, these are the ideas and concepts that that we're playing with and being open to adapt and change as, as it evolves. Um, so yeah, we'll be watching (laughs) as it comes out to see how your cover, um, evolves and how it's conveying and sharing, um, the message of the intentional week. Really, really beautiful. Mm -hmm. So, it's, it's so interesting because we get to talk to you kind of in two places, having released a book and in the middle of creating another book. So it's really an unique place yeah. that, that we're getting to talk with you. So as we're um, thinking about this and it, what I heard you share earlier is the... Listening to the consistent questions, the people that you serve are asking and noticing there were some consistent things and they kept saying, where do you have this all in one place? Do you have a book? And so you listened to that, responded to that and are creating and and bringing that forward. And that helped you bring it from someday I'd like to write a book to bringing it forward. I'd love to know what has um, led you to bring book number two forward. What what caused you to want to bring that um, so we we've already have a book, and now you're wanting to bring yeah. the second book forward. I'd love to hear what you heard or what um, led you to want to bring another book forward.
0: Um, this one is more of like it, there's another part of the system that needs to be talked about, not mm-hmm. not how to motivate the unmotivated, right? That's all in that book, and if you read that book, you will know how to do it. There's a lot in there to, to eat, right? Um, mm-hmm. But this other one is much more of a, all right, so now that you're motivated, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, like, how, and there's a little bit of this in the book, Motivate the Unmotivated, right? Using our LP system. But, but what do you do? And I call it the six days in between, the six days in between Sunday to Sunday or Monday to Monday, right? That's called the week. And how mm-hmm. do we use that to its most availability? So, so I would say part the second one is much more of a, all right, there needs to be a round two. I can get mm-hmm. people from A to A to like Y, and I need something that can get them from Y to Z. And that's what mm. the Y to Z is. That's what the next book is. Um, so it's standalone. It's completely a separate concept, but they do pair nicely onto each other. Where it's okay, here's how you motivate yourself and others to get yourself up and wake up every day. And then here's the system to actually live out the intentional week every single week. Because I always tell people that you're not going to change your life in a week, but you'll change your life if you change your weeks. And mm. everything we do, we yes. live by seven days. So. That's a little bit more of like a, there's still more I have to share to make sure if if you read these two books, you will be able to do whatever you want as long as you're willing to stick with it.
1: Mm, so good. Thank you for sharing. And thank you for your willingness to say, okay, now let's get them to Z. <laughs> let's let's bring them all the way where they can apply this and, and bring forward all those things in their life that, that they're looking to bring forward. So anything that surprised you, um, along the way, like when you started and you noticed it was snowballing, it was becoming a book where there surprises from that moment to launching it in the world where there surprises there, things that you'd like to let fellow authors know about.
0: Yes. So uh, my surprises are all good surprises, right? So I hope you guys, if you guys are listening to this and you've had issues doing it, um, this is not me belittling how hard this process is. Uh, But my surprises were things like, wow, that 90 minutes is already up. I got so much more to say. Mm. We're going to double this. Does that make sense? Like when you're in a Mm -hmm. state of flow, like not like the state of flow that they've branded now of like a certain mindset, but like when you're just flowing and the ideas are coming out and your fingers are typing and it's like like you're typing faster than you're even thinking. You're like, oh, that was good. I'm going to keep that one. Oh, that was really good. And Mm -hmm. then what I was surprised about was. When you use the structure that I use to write a book and the strategy I use to write a book, how simple it is to write a book. I mean, a book is just a bunch of ideas organized together. And again, it depends on what type of book you're looking to write, right? If you're looking to write a nonfiction uh, or or a fiction book, I'm sorry, I don't know if I'm the guy to give you the ideas on how to do that. I still think 90 minute time chunks would work. I still think getting your ideas out on paper, blending them together. But like a book like what I wrote, Motivate the Unmotivated, which is more of a self help. Self discipline, self development book. um, It's just a bunch of ideas that if you put them all together, they're going to help you do what the title tells you you're going to get. But if you do one of them individually, they also work really, really well. So that's Mm kind of my style. When I teach people stuff and when I write stuff, it's here, here's one idea. If you use this idea, you will get benefit from it. If you use this idea and then add all the other ideas to it, it's exponentially more effective. So the surprise Mm -hmm. was. When you have a system that allows – it forces you to not be overwhelmed, my goal was never to write the book by a certain date. My goal was to give three to five 90-minute time chunks every week to writing the book. Mm -hmm. And what happened was I've had had it as a goal of mine for probably a decade to be a number one international bestselling author. And it took about six months to write this book once I decided to do it and once I realized that I'm never going to write a book if I say I'm going to write a book today. I'm Mm -hmm. going to write a book this week. I'm going to write a book by the end of the month. I'm never going to do it because things get in the way. But when I said I'm going to give myself one 90-minute time chunk this week because I'm working two jobs. i got four kids. I'm a single mom, a single dad, whatever it might be, but I can give 90 minutes. I can give 30 minutes to organize some ideas. And then all I would do is I would set up. great, cool. It's almost like I was writing individual like blogs. as mm-hmm. how I started, mm-hmm. right? Like, like there doesn't to be structure. I don't even know what chapter it is. I don't even know what chapter it came before or after. It was just chapter blank, chapter blank. Oh, here's a new chapter. Here's a new topic. Here's an, and what, what I would do is I would go back in. and go okay, topic about you know how to make peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Which yes, that is a chapter in this book. Mm-hmm. Right? What yep, did I mean by that? And I mm-hmm. walk people how to teach people. Right. When, and then, okay. So here's a motivational package, and here's a motivational catalyst. All right. How do I explain this content? And that because of that, I could sit there and for thirty minutes explain a topic, and the chapter doesn't need to be done because the goal is not an action or a result based goal; it's a time based goal,
3: mm-hmm.
0: which is a, the way we te- teach all of our clients to achieve whatever they want. So that's the biggest thing that I think was a surprise was when you have a structure of dedicating time to it, writing a book is not difficult and eventually it will happen. It just might take a lot more time chunks for one person versus the other.
1: Was was there a point where you feel like your writing style evolved or you got a little bit more in sync? Like you I as some authors I talk to, it's almost like their writing voice at, at a certain point they hit, um, it's clear that this is their way of writing and this is not their way of writing. And when they start to hit that stride, it flows a little bit more. Was that your experience or was it just continue to be putting these different concepts together?
0: Um, I think what happens is the confidence of what I'm doing became more real. So I became mm. more confident.
1: Okay. Does
0: that makes mm-hmm. sense. Uh, mm-hmm. Before, I, I have to think about the, like, did I become a more, a better writer? I don't think so. Again, I, I don't think of myself, and this is not like me being self-deprecating. It's just I know it's a skill set that I need to try really hard on. Naturally talking, I, I'm, I love talking. Writing, not mm-hmm. so much, right? But mm-hmm. it's the same thing. There's a different way of communicating. So I would say what I did was as it started to become more and more real, and these this bullet points started to become different chapters or different, like, longer concepts. And then those concepts started to kind of make sense to be grouped in a certain way. And then being grouped in a certain way started to make, okay, so there's four sections of this book. Oh, interesting. Here's how the book's going to work. And then once I recognized, that maybe that's what it was, once I recognized this is how this book's going to work, mm-hmm. I was able to knock it out very quickly, right? Okay. Here's how it's going to work. Yep. There's four sections. Each section's going to have a different line and a chapter. Each chapter stands alone, but will flow with the rest. And then there will be a summary that ties it all together, putting the pieces together. Mm-hmm. And that's how I'm going to write the book, right? Perfect. Once you figure that out, like, hey, this is, this is going to flow from A to Z. And all yep. because of that, we're going to make sure we're hitting every point we need along the way.
1: Great. Thank you for sharing. I, I appreciate that. We are getting ready to go to our next commercial break. And as we do that, listeners, I wanted to give you a couple moments to write down some thoughts um, and, and take in all the amazing insight and wisdom that Matt is sharing with us about what it's really like to bring your book forward and to, um, what to focus on in bringing it forward and breaking it into those those chunks that you're looking at dedicating the time and figuring out some of the puzzle versus trying to sit down and write a masterpiece, sit down and write a book and just kind of freeze, but really taking those, those consistent steps and getting into um, your flow, your style, your way of bringing it forward. And we'll continue our conversation in just two minutes. Welcome back everyone. I am looking forward to this next segment and all that uh, Matt will be sharing with us. And um, I hope you had some great notes from the last segment. I was writing things down. I loved his candor, really sharing what the journey is like, tips that have helped him bring his number one international bestselling book forward that has been so impactful on so many people. Some of how to bring your cover design forward, where to even start with that. And I loved Matt's suggestion of, hey, when it comes, capture that and start to work on putting that together and allowing it to evolve and adapt so that it becomes, um, the right, right cover uh, for your book. And we even got a sneak peek of where he is in his new book <laughs> that he's bringing forward. And right now what the cover concepts are kind of looking like and the ideas he's playing with. So we're actually getting this privilege of getting to be part of the process and really, um, watching, how it evolves. And and Matt, I appreciate your openness and your willingness to share what that experience is like and that you're open to adapting it as it evolves so that the right cover comes forward and matches the book that you're called to to bring forward. Um, so speaking of the new book that you're wanting to bring forward, um, I do have some questions I want to ask you about that, but before I go there, so listeners, we're going to get to talk about it a little bit. I'd love for you to share about your current book. I want to make sure everyone has the official title. They know where to get it and they know where they can connect with you further. So would you please share that information?
0: Yeah. So the title is motivate the unmotivated. And it is the uh, subtitle is a proven system for sustainable motivation. So when you go on Amazon, there actually is another book titled this, which kind of threw me off for a bit, just from the first time I'm writing a book. of how could we have two? But they're totally different markets that they go into and to serve different clients. But motivate the unmotivated: a sustainable solution uh, or a, a proven system for sustainable solution or sustainable motivation. Ugh! I tell you, like I said I thought I was good at talking. Looks like I can't do that either today. Um, uh, go on Amazon, grab it there. <laughs> you can go on our our website, Uh You can grab it there, um, and hopefully you'd enjoy it. Like I said, we have the, the audible versions coming out. We have the digital version, the hard copy, the paperback, whatever you guys want. We have any way you want to take it and read it. We will get it to you.
1: Wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. And as we are looking ahead towards your new book, I'm thinking about all of this great information you shared with us about the process and breaking it into pieces. So for this book, as you were starting at this new book, did you already know how it's going to come together and kind of what the structure is? Because it sounds like that was a pivotal moment in the last book that then, oh, I get this. This is how the pieces fit. And this is how it's going to look and that. just yeah. um, Did you have that before or did it kind of evolve as you were creating it?
0: So actually this structure came way before um, the structure of motivate the unmotivated. So for the mm-hmm. intentional week, mm-hmm. uh, I said, you know, I said, I said, there's not a lot you need to know in order to have an intentional week. We're talking seven days here, right? Think about it. if you had to read a book or write a book explaining how people should live their week, there's not much to talk about. Does that make sense? But like, it's just it's not going to be a huge book. So, so mm-hmm. where's the value? And I said, well, the value in the way we teach is you learn, you do, you teach. You learn, you do, you teach. You learn, you do, you teach. So there's no need to change all the content. So there's chapters, and it's all about value. So it's the value of experience and every chapter has its theme. And then what Mm -hmm. I realized was I want people to take action on this stuff. So the whole book is written in a way that for the first 28 days or 30 days, the first month that you go through what I'm teaching you and you live this out, so your first four weeks, you're going through what we're teaching as if you're just learning. Here's what we do. Learn it, understand it, right? Get an idea of what's happening, After that, we want you to go back through the same four weeks that we're going to put people through, and I want you to learn it in a sense as if we are working as partners together, that you're helping Mm. us develop our system for you. And then the third time going through it, which is the next four weeks, I want you to do it as if you're teaching your spouse, as if you're teaching your friend, as if you're teaching your employee or your employer. How would you teach this system to somebody else? and what we we do this we do a 90 day goal rush where we guarantee results that will help anyone achieve, achieve any goal they want in 90 days as long as they follow the system and that's the process that we put people through so hmm. because of that i already mm-hmm. knew what works i just needed to put it into paper so i said okay well there's the there's the applicable side of what i'm going to do right it's going to be basically a 28 day cycle and then it's going to be a 90 day program which everything we do is in 90 day cycles mm-hmm. once i had that <laughs> I said, okay, well, now I still gotta write a book, right? You can't just have like a bunch of like week it's not like a weekly devotional I was trying to do. Like I needed content behind it of some sort, the value sure. of the week. Why are, why does the week exist? So then I started going, all right, what are some points that we'd like to talk about? And that's where, you know, the ten or fifteen chapters came in. So the book is not as intense as motivate the unmotivated, but mm-hmm. it's way more, you know, it's like motivate the unmotivated is use, learn, and implement. This mm-hmm. one is learn use, continue, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, repeat, 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 repeat. And that's to that. Now I knew that structure and I know what needs to be done and I know what needs to look like. And we, we can process it and chunk it out very quickly that way.
1: Wow. Powerful. Thank you for sharing that. And do you, you mind sharing the title? Um, and is this the final title or is the title still evolving? Just so, so we let people know where we are well, in the process.
0: I, I don't know, right? Where It's my <laughs> title right now, but uh, for the listeners listening, I, I've worked with Rebecca and her team on Motivate the Unmotivated, and I'm excited to work with them again on the intentional mm-hmm. week. Um, yeah, and what I finding is it depends on who you are and what you're writing. If this is a piece of art that you're writing and it's your piece of art, then what the title is, what the cover looks like, what the pages look like. I can understand why you're going to want it your way. Just recognize if you want it your way, don't expect the results that someone else is guaranteeing you or telling you you might get. When I work with a publisher like Rebecca who knows way more than I do about what gets people to read books, because I'm not not creating this book just to have a thing on my shelf. I'm creating this book so I can get people to actually take this content in and use it. And the way they'll do it is by it being written well, cover looks good, title works. So when I work with somebody who knows more of what they're doing and more about what they're doing than I do, I don't care if I have taught Google, Twitter. I don't care what it is. I'm not an expert in this field. I am a student. Teach me. So mm-hmm. as of now, the intentional week I think is going to be the title because I think it's a very attractive title. I think coming out in January, it's going to be an interesting poll for people to want it. And it's really what we teach. We t- all we teach intentional growth, so it works well with what we do. Could it change? Yeah, I have no idea. Right, as we go through and edit, and we work with your team, and a new idea might come up. The cover might completely tra- change. That's why I, I said it'd be cool to see what happens. So mm-hmm. i have mm-hmm. never bought on. I'm never sold on anything until <laughs> we do our first print and we go, okay, that looks good. And even <laughs> then, yeah. If I were to get that print back, and I get a hardcover or or paperback in my hand, and I go, hmm, this needs to change. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't connect with the customer. Again, my goal is not to put a trophy on my shelf. My goal is to give something that someone looks at and goes, I want to know what's inside that. And when they open it, they go, I need more of that. Not to sell more. That's really – I mean, look, I'd love to sell as many of them. That's not my intention. It's to get people to consume the information. Yeah. So whatever title gets them to do that is what I want to be, And I, I think that, that title will get people's attention
1: powerful. Thank you for sharing. Um I love that. I love your openness to and clarity on on how you're wanting to serve and what your goal is in bringing the book forward, how you're wanting it to be received. I appreciate that. Uh, we we love working with you. It's been an honor and is an honor, and we're excited about your upcoming book. And I wanted to see if there is, Anything else that is on your heart, just as you're reflecting back on our conversation, you're kind of looking ahead, thinking about the journey. Any final thoughts you'd like to share with our listeners day, today to help them bring their messages forward?
0: I mean, nothing outside of it. If you're having trouble getting started, forget the structure, forget the cover, forget the chapter titles. Just start talking about what ideas you'd like to share. And then the next day, go to a new page and Talk about another one. Then go to a new page and go. That's a beautiful thing about having page breaks when you're typing. is like, I'll be typing, and I'll be going through, and I'll, oh, this is a great chapter, and I'll have a comment, and I'll go, ooh, intentional procrastination. That's an interesting line. That sounds like a whole chapter. So mm-hmm. I might say it, and That's I'll say, cool. I'm going to get to that in another chapter, and then I'll hit a page break and go, next chapter, intentional procrastination, right? or survival shapes. Like like ideas will come as I'm writing and go, wait, is that an idea or a chapter? Is that a, is that a piece of a chapter? And I'll be okay letting it flow. So don't think – just start getting it out. If it's in your head, it's never going to be seen by anybody. Get it out yes. on paper. Get it out on paper. And then find somebody like a Rebecca who you can send a manuscript to and go, what do I got? And yeah. someone who knows what to look for and go, hey, you have something. It's got to be much better. But there's something there. Or you have something. We can make it much better. Do you want us to or do you want to do it? But the biggest thing I would say is know what you're doing. If you're writing a book because you want to say you've written a book and you want to put that book on your shelf and look at it every single day, then by all means have all the time in the world. And no offense to Rebecca, you and your team, they Mm -hmm. might not be needed. You can literally publish it yourself very Mm -hmm. easily. If you want it to be seen by many people and you want people to consume it, you need to be willing to have other people give you reviews on what you're doing. Give you criticism on what you're doing, show you ways to make it better, so that a more broad base will be willing to read it. And the other thing is, if you're looking to write a book and you're like, "What's this guy talking about? How do I even do this?" My book's going to be out by the time this thing is there that so you're listening to it. Go okay. on Amazon and buy the Intentional Week, honestly, and walk through. It. And if you grab a copy of it, I'll I'll talk. I'll sit down with you for 30 minutes an hour, and I'll walk you through all this stuff one on one. So I don't even know who you are, who's listening, but if you're listening and you're in this kind of weird state of how do I get this thing going a little bit further to the next stage, get my book, look at it, shoot me an email, and then let us know how we can help. And I'd be happy to sit down at no charge and kind of answer some questions for some people.
1: Thank you so much for making yourself available today for your willingness to support our listeners on their journey um, and what a generous um, opportunity and offer for them to be able to get some one-on-one time with you like that. Matt, thank you. I I just um, really appreciate that. And do you mind sharing your contact information one more time, just in case anyone missed it?
0: Yeah, go to lifefullthink.com. You can uh, reach out at, uh, info at lifepulseinc.com if you want to email us, or if you're a social media person, meaning just a person, um, at uh, our, our handle is always uh, Life Pulse Inc. So at Life Inc., all one word. And you'll find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. If you want to get me on LinkedIn? I'm all over the place. So we'd love to chat, we'd love to help out anyone if you have any questions. Um, I think getting people help, helping people get their information out of their head onto paper and in other people's hands is a very important thing of what we do uh,
1: as, as authors. Wonderful. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And listeners, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope you take a couple moments after the show today to capture some of your thoughts. And maybe you had a couple of, oh, that's an interesting concept that kind of came up within you as you were listening and write that down and start to see where that will go. Matt's given some really great tips advice, um, real experience on and shares on what it's like to bring your book forward. If we can help in any way, we're always honored to do that. You can reach out to us at Rebecca at YourPurposeDrivenPractice.com. Always happy to help. Or you can even schedule a time at MeetWithRebecca.com and we're happy to answer questions. Again, I hope that you lean into your author's journey, that you are willing to bring your information, your wisdom, your gifts, your insight forward. It doesn't do any good swirling around in your head. I I liked how you shared that, Matt, like we need to, to bring it forward. And I want to encourage you to do that because people need what you have to share in the way that you can uniquely share it. So be willing to bring it forward, be willing to share it, get support on that journey. And I hope that you have an amazing week and we will look forward to talking to you next time.
0: Thank you for tuning in to The Author's Journey. Please join Rebecca Hall Greider for another edition of The Author's Journey podcast every Monday on the Voice America Variety Channel. And until we talk again, use some of the tips and inspiration from today's show to guide you as you lean in to bringing your message forward.